Welcome, travelers. I'm Josh. I'm Glenn. And I'm Lee Wanika. And this is Tabletop Journeys, where we will be your humble guides on the quest to RPG adventures. Here at Tabletop Journeys, we are all devoted role players and storytellers at heart, and we absolutely love sharing our passion with you. In our main podcast episodes, we discuss D&D 5e's core rules and ever-expanding content, while also showcasing other RPG systems and bringing you fresh, new projects from indie content creators. Let us help you get the most out of your story, no matter what game world you're playing in, because detailed settings, heroic characters, vibrant NPCs, and a focus on story over rules can make any campaign legendary. Welcome, everybody, to our next Class Warfare episode. Uh, we are going to be rounding out Critical Role Month over here on Tabletop Journeys with what is bound to be a very interesting Class Warfare episode for a variety of reasons. But first off, before we get into uh, the scenario that we're going to be doing here, welcome, Scald, from Awfully Queer Heroes. Welcome to Tabletop Journeys. You have drawn the short straw, or the long straw, depending on your, uh, on your perspective <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, and uh, and are, are going to be running our baddies so uh, welcome right. to the show nice to see you again thank you so much for having me really excited to be back here with you guys and excited to to get into it we have really been looking forward to this actually for, since we put this together i'm so glad that you said yes nice. this is uh, absolutely yeah should be yeah. good times yeah yeah, yeah yeah we're really looking forward to throwing dice with you again we had a blast the last time that and was i have no doubt yeah, that was, that was guilty fun. <laughs> like, we gamers are looking for that kind of guilty fun on a regular basis. I'm glad that we were able to get together again and do this one more time. Yeah, yeah no shit. Twitch was just as much fun to play as Baby Gaga was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if you haven't caught, uh, we're doing an actual play of a game called Babies and Broadswords, which is basically Dungeons and Dragons plus Rugrats. And it's Glenn is playing a warlocky character with two personalities. He has his regular, like, Jelly Bean the Otter character who has a dark side called Baby Gaga. And it's hysterical, but we digress. <laughs> <laughs> so, for tonight's episode, we have rolled up three blood hunters from the Critical Role mythos, and we're going to be throwing them up against against bad guys that also all come from from the Critical Role scheme. Mm-hmm. So, You'd almost uh, think it was Critical Role Month or something. I almost think it's like something Critical like Role that. Month. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Critical so, Role Month plus a week, I think, based on our schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's start here by introducing our characters, and I'll dive in. I will start here. I am going to be playing the Tortle, Marin Kalibian, and his order is the Path of the Lycan. So he is, uh, you heard me, a were-turtle. He can. He has his his werewolf hybrid form, which he will be in for battle. And uh, yeah, and in terms of his magic items, so again, we uh, we're playing at level sixteen tonight. So we're playing tier four, early tier four, and so we have a couple of magic items. He has a ring of protection, and he has uh, 
one of the wondrous tattoos from Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. He has the nice. coiling grasp tattoo, which uh, basically it's a, it's a he can spawn grasping tendrils and make people get close to him so that and make keep them from running away. So that's that is basically his his claim to fame here. Mr. Miller, I'm not sure how to pronounce your character's name, so you can go right ahead. Urchin Clevebata. Okay. <laughs> um, and I, I would. So you said be, Urchin, Urchin, Krivna, Cleobata. Okay. All right. Urchin, I got that. Urchin. Urchin. All right. And uh, so, Urchin is yeah. a Shatter Kai, uh, a wielder of flails, and uh, a blood hunter of the profane soul. So a warlock. Okay. Cool. Yep. Okay. Got it. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Excellent. And I guess I'll put my character name over here. All right. And Skaldric, what do you got tonight? Tonight, I'll be playing Skaldric Cinderstone. <sighs> <laughs> Once I was a dwarf. Before calamity struck, I was the priest, middle-aged or so. Never even thought of adventuring before. And then in my middle years... The temple I was staying at was overrun by vampires. And I was left in a burning church, bitten and to die. And I prayed out to mighty Morden to save me from the flames. And I guess the best he could do was to save me from the curse as well. And now I'm a horribly burned and raspy, skeletal-looking dwarf in damp fear. With no hair or beard. No nose. And a grating voice. Can I still try to do in a Scottish accent because all dwarves are Scottish? That's absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I, and I, I do still love the the difference in the backgrounds that we build. Like I'm basically like I'm playing a were turtle, and then, and then you've got Glenn with his with this the uh, five page written background for a character that unfortunately we'll probably only play once. So it's a yeah. I don't know what All you're right. talking about. I'm confident that he will be that Skaldrig Senderstone will reappear in an upcoming title that involves factions. Excellent. Excellent. Mm, I love nice. it. Fabulous. Nice. Excellent. All right, Skald. So now it is time to rip off the band-aid. Now we have been planning this now for a couple of weeks. We do not know what baddies you are throwing against us. Have at it. What are we facing? <laughs> All right, guys. So I went and perused through some of the critical role baddies. And I gotta tell you, it's like candy shopping. It's freaking dangerous. <laughs> so tonight we have a very interesting combination of ranged and melee. You will be facing off against an occult silver tongue. <laughs> and two accompanying sword wraith commanders. Oh. So that is what awaits you on this most fortuitous evening. Good wow. luck, guys. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. We when we did our Call of the Nether Deep class warfare episode. Class warfare. There yeah. was also an occult silver tongue in that. And so we remember how bad they were. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was so much fun to play because every time I he talked, I gave him a weird lispy voice and went. <laughs> At yeah, the end, and, and Josh was all freaking out. I was like, oh, yeah. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Cool. All right. I am going to share the map here so that we can see. That was a good map. Uh, let's get rolling on initiative, and I will I will continue to go ahead and find music here. So we're going to be using D&D Beyond for all that. Let's see. Oh, and I forgot to say, I'm a ghost hunter. That's the kind of blood hunter I am. Nice. My initiative is a 17. 
Fabulous. And, I will be and, going on 13. I neglected to mention that Urchin is of the profane soul. I mentioned that part, but I neglected to mention he's a hex blade. Right. Oh, okay. Good to know. Okay. And Glenn, what was yours? 15. 15. All right, Scald, how about you? When are the uh, when are our when are our baddies going? How uh, we've how... got a sixteen for the occult silver tongue, twelve and an eleven for the sword wraith commanders. Okay, excellent. Normally, again, we place on the map, like I said, risk style, but I'm cool where I am. Does anybody want to move? I know we've set up on either sides of the map here. Does anybody want to move? I'm good where I'm at. I say we walked in and we're there. We'll see what we see. I moved myself one step closer to the wall, figuring that tactically as a ranged guy, getting a better field of fire across the room, but limiting one side. Yep. Face these guys out just a little bit. Sweet. All right. Cool. So let's let's dive in here if we're all good. Mr. Miller, who's got the initiative? I'm sorry. I thought Scald had that, but yeah, I, that is I, that is our friend Urson. He's going first. All right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And with that, I am going to move Let's see here. So we're going to go We're going to move to this spot over here. And I just need to see how far something is. I don't think I can do it from there. Uh -oh. <laughs> Off to a bang, I see. Okay. I might not have got gotten far enough. Oh, I've got 90 feet. So yes, I can. I'm going to cast Hex on the Silver Tongue. And with Hex, that's going to it is going to be his One ability check. So it's going to his ability check that's on dis at disadvantage is going to be his intelligence. Okay. So he'll be at disadvantage there, and that is my turn. Okay. That is our silver tongue turn, who is sufficiently pissed off now. <laughs> um, next, yeah. Let's see. He's going to come and move up, use his movement to move up to there. He's going to cast Mage Armor. And that is going to be his turn, which means that I believe next, I think, it's Skaldrig or Marin, whichever one you rolled higher for initiative. Yeah, I did. I I had a 13, so I'm willing to bet that it is Skaldrig, yeah. It is. Yeah. 
So I have a question first for Skaldrig that I actually meant to start at the beginning. Because of the way that blood hunters work and some of their abilities, excuse me, like the crimson that you have active, it stays active until the end of your next rest. So it is something that I would, as the blood hunter, uh, the undead hunter specifically, always use as the right of the of the right of the dawn, which is what they get for radiant damage. Can I assume that's already in place, or do I need to bonus action to create it? I think we could probably assume that's already in place. Yeah. We're in a normal game, that's probably how it would be. Yeah, like I'm assuming that I'm already in hybrid form, right? Same kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Because again, like we walk into a room, we see baddies, that would be the first thing that he would do, and it lasts for an hour. So. Yeah, we're out here hunting undead. That's yeah. why we walked into this creepy temple, I'd already be... <laughs> exactly. Yep. Lit up cool and ready. Okay, um, then and, I am... And, and I would have done right of the Oracle. From that perspective, if your silver tongue had any reason to suspect people were about to come in on him, he could have already cast Major. Since we're giving ourselves prep, it was pointed out the last time we did that that we should yep. allow the bad guys prep as well, if, if yep. situation warrants. If we were doing that, then I would still have another action. Then oh, I haven't yeah. taken my turn yet, so go okay. ahead. Okay. Yeah. And in that case, I'm going to try to hit this conversation. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Do you, Urson, do you get hit on a 22? 22 will definitely hit me. Okay. Let's see, that is a... I need to make sure I have the right dice. Okay. <laughs> so you take... 16 plus... Five, you take 21 points of psychic damage from a crimson bolt. Ouch! Oh. I'm gonna <laughs> take my D8 of my yeah. for that. And so now with that, having been hexed and fired <laughs> something back, now it is Skaldrick's turn. Yeah, yeah. Alright. I did also roll and take four necrotic damage because that get I take that when I use the Hemocraft to activate my crimson right. Yep. Uh, and yep. it cannot be reduced by anything else. Yeah, Where did you uh -huh. find that so I can make that roll, sir? Under Crimson in, in Features and Traits. Or in Actions. Crimson of the Dawn, Crimson Right after Blood Curse. Ah, there it is. Fantastic. No, I see. I just didn't see where you got the die roll for it. All right. So, Skaldrig, and now that we've entered and the phrase already begun, sees the undead scourge across the room. And he's like, ah, I told you I smelled the unholy stench of death. I'll focus on the skeletal minions. Ye two take out the silver tongue. Aye. <coughs> Excuse me. We can send a smell for a guy with no nose. Yeah. <coughs> and then uh, I'm going to unleash the anger and wrath of my longbow at the one on the left. Does a dirty 20 hit? I'm going to say yes. Let's find out. That Yep, that hits. Well, let me actually verify line, too. Otherwise yep, I it looks like you've got line. It's, it's got close. Line on everybody. Yep. Yeah. Even if you gave him cover at sharpshooter, so I ignore half and three quarters cover. Nice. There you go. Yep. <clears throat> nice pick on yeah. that, by the way. Thank you. So that's going to be my normal weapon damage of a D eight plus five piercing for seven. 
And it's going to be two rolls of my Hemocraft die of Radiant damage. One, because they're undead. Yes. Okay, one from the regular right, and one because they're undead, and I'm an undead hunter. So is all the damage that you're doing Radiant, or is it a mix of Piercing and Radiant? Mix of Piercing and Radiant. The first damage I just gave you was Piercing only. Okay. And then this is the Radiant. Three plus five for eight. Okay. And with my bonus action, I'm going to apply my Curse of Castignation before making my second attack with the Longbow. Does 23 hit? Uh, yes. Yes, it does. For 13 piercing damage. Ooh, I got a crit damage on that one. And this time it'll be three rolls of the Hemocraft die. Once because of the right for eight. Once because it's undead for one. And uh, once because it's now branded. Nice. For seven, 16 radiant. 16 radiant. Awesome. Oof. Yeah, that's some serious damage. Mostly because they're undead. Yeah. Evil scourge bastards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice, nice. And that means that now it is Marin's turn. Okay, so I go on uh, on 13 here. Okay, cool. If you called out that you want me to go ahead and take out the, the Silver Tongue, that's fine. I will take... So I get 45 feet of movement, So, which for a nice. total is hysterical. So that's 10, 20, 30, 45. And he will, in his lumbering turtle run as he's running his right what do turtles have i guess it's a claw at this point because he's in hybrid form he's in wear turtle form starts glowing with a holy flame as he throws a, a bolt of sacred flame at at the silver tongue i need a let's see how do i actually attack with this sucker on my spells section that's weird So I'm at my I'm on spells. Why can't I roll with it? Let's see. Cast that will flame like to target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Aha, that's why, because it's a dex save. Okay. Alright, alright. Cool. <laughs> so my dex save would be. Uh, looks like it would be my spell casting ability. It would be uh let's see. Fifteen perhaps? Fifteen, yeah. Looks like fifteen. Okay. Have that is gonna pass. Gonna pass. Okay, and it is a cantrip. It is save or suck. If you succeed, that is he has stormed forward, and uh, he will stay there. Let's see bonus actions. You're not close enough for me to do that. Not close enough. You're not thirty feet away, are you? No, you are thirty-five feet away. Thirty. Uh, so all of these are are thirty feet. I will engage uh, Crimson Right to to make my weapon damage magical. I will take five points of necrotic damage as I engage them. So that's fine. Okay. Nice. So that's my bonus actions. I don't get any reactions because right, I haven't taken any damage. So I will hold any reactions in case I do. That is my turn. Cool. In that case, we are on to our Sword Wraith Commanders. These guys are both going to move up. Let's see. He's going to move up. 
No one is... I don't think anyone's in range. Ooh, one second. Let's see. Actually... Yeah. I'm only 25 feet, so... I was going to say, Mary, you are within range of this guy. He's going to try to hit you with his longbow. Brilliant. That is a 23 to hit on the first one. Yep, that will hit. And that is only a 13 on the second. Uh, 13 will miss. Okay, cool. So that is... Um, so, sorry, I have Blood Curse of the Eyeless. When a creature I see within 30 feet of me makes an attack, I can use my reaction to roll a d8 and subtract the result from your attack roll. So I will... See, I can choose to use this feature after the creature's roll, but before the DM determines whether the attack was hits or miss... Sorry, I know that you hit me. <laughs> Are you immune to the blinded condition? Yes. Then that's not going to work, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Damn skeletal bastards. Damn skeletal bastards. Oh, you probably um, don't have... those. They probably don't have blood in their body either, do they? The, the, the silver tongue might, but that probably doesn't. Yeah, no. I would assume, given the resistances and the immunities, yeah. that it is not... Because it can't be poisoned, so I'd imagine there's no, no blood yep, in there. Yep. Yeah. So you yep. got to amplify okay. your curse to make it work. Yeah. 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 Uh, Unless well, you're no, an undead hunter, at which uh, point you can. It, you it, can... It's even worse than that. Even uh, so, with the specific one that I was looking at, it does not work if they do not have blood in their body, even if I amplify it. So, okay. creatures that don't uh, for blood maledict curses, creatures that don't have blood in their bodies are immune to blood curses. Oh, unless right. the curse unless is amplified. You, yeah, unless no, the right. curse has been amplified, or yep. your ghost hunter, because yep. our curses affect those whether they have blood cool. or not. Yep, but it doesn't matter because they are specifically immune to blinded, also, so that blood curse does not work. Nice. Which is disappointing because I also have that reaction. So that yep. was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, anyway, all that to go ahead and say, you hit with one and missed with the other. Sweet. And with the one that I hit, uh, it's going to do eight piercing damage. Okay. Eight damage. Okay, sounds good to me. Uh, for that reaction, you have to be within 10 feet, so that one doesn't count. Second one's going to move up then, and is going to take a shot at Urson. Let's see. Do you get hit on a 14? 14 will not hit me, but I also have that three-quarters covers. Gotcha. How about on a, for the second attack, that is a 19. With the three-quarters cover, that will still not hit me. But that was nice. a lot closer. Okay. <laughs> that arrow just skitters off the top of the sarcophagus. And that nice. is its turn. Which means that we are back at Urson. You are up. All right. Nice so, use of terrain, Urson. Thank you. I will move. Thirty feet. As though I'm about to face off against this guy, th this undead scourge. However, I will shadow step an additional 30 feet and end up directly behind and as a bonus action, mind you, directly behind the silver tongue. All with right. With whom I will strike with my flail which has my which has my crimson right so it'll do additional damage so let me uh, make that roll 
does a 22 hit. That is going to hit. Excellent. So my damage initially will be... Eight points of bludgeoning damage, and it okay. is magical. I will then be able to engage my crimson... Or, or correction, I will then begin... Or I will... Second... not going to be much. She's going to take one point of psychic damage. You need to succeed a DC intelligence saving throw. Ooh. I don't think I do. Any creature that tries to deal psych that deals psychic damage needs to succeed on a DC 16 intelligence saving throw. Okay. Interesting. Yup. That's crazy cool. I will, however, because I did deal damage to him with a weapon that has the brand on it, mm. or has my right, I will then engage my brand and sear a brand into the silver tongue. And I will always know the direction of the branded creature as long as he's on my plane. Each time the branded creature does damage to me or another creature I can see or within... I can see within five feet of me, the branded creature takes four psychic damage. I guess I'll be making lots of saves nice. <laughs> to see if that works. And the branding lasts until I dismiss it or until I apply a brand to a different creature. Cool. And to dispel this, it, it's a level eight spell. And branded creature cannot take a dash action. And if they attempt to teleport away from me, they take 46 psychic. Cool. They also have disadvantage against any saving throw against my warlock spells. Cool. Oh, and I did hex him, so he also takes a d6 necrotic. I, I meant I forgot that one. It's because the last Five. silver tongue escaped with Dimension Door. Five necrotic. Yeah, I built this because I don't like silver tongues. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be a silver tongue, but I started building things to make people stay here. <laughs> You go nowhere! So did you deal any psychic damage in this turn? I did not deal psychic damage. Cool. I, I failed that particular roll this time. Oh, did you actually fail the intelligence saving throw? Yes, I did. Cool, you're stunned. <laughs> you're stunned until the start of its next turn. So... Well, fully. <laughs> to be fair, though, in terms of future ones, just because of the way that I think that works, the psychic damage that's going to happen every time he tries to hurt you isn't originating yeah. from you anymore. It's originating from the brand on him. Yeah, no, it wouldn't be something that would okay. be every single time. Yeah, yeah. Except for every time I hit him, I'm, I'm potentially doing psychic damage. Mm. So, just if you hit him. Yes. You could always change oh, I... your right. Uh, no. Saying you could. I could. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Mm. I'm right. not worried about being stunned. My initiative is gonna help me here because his turn is after mine. Cool. So at the start of his next turn, I'm free. So by the time my turn comes around, I'm still free. Yeah. It has a limited effect. It is an effect if somebody else kicks on me. But uh, yeah. Yeah. And his turn is right after yours. So if your turn is done. It is. All right, then he is up. And I will need, let's see. 
you're stunned, you might actually be making this a disadvantage. I need a wisdom saving throw. It is going to cast Charm Person. I am advantage against being charmed anyway, just because I'm an elf. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that would affect stunned. I don't think would affect that particular role. Yeah, stunned. Yeah. Stunned creatures incapacitated, can't move, can't speak. Creature automatically fails strength, dexterity saving throws, and attack rolls have advantage, but not not. I don't know. Would charm be an attack roll? It's a spell cast, so yeah. it would be a save. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing about and saves. I, and I did yeah. most likely fail that save with the six. Man, I'm rolling yep. hoop. Did okay. you roll it at advantage? I did roll it at advantage. Oh, six. Right. <laughs> It was rolling uh, towards a 20, but it ended on a 4. Nice. So you are currently stunned, but also regarding the Silver Tongue as friendly. Currently. Oh, um, that's poor. Well, <laughs> <laughs> And let's see. He's got a range spell attack, so is going to go for you. Um, actually, no, no. Gonna use a bonus action and is going to summon an earth elemental so i'm going to use just one of the icons in here for this one i'll put this guy right here in a space they can see um summons an earth elemental that is the end of its turn so the earth elemental goes next and it is going to try and attack marin mm -hmm. here and is going to Try and slam you. That is a 16 on the first one. Nope. And a 24 on the next one. That will hit. Okay. You take. Let's see. 14 points of bludgeoning damage from this I little like guy. I like it. I like it. Punch ah. you with his little fisties. Nice. Now, I did not successfully use my react. I did not use my reaction because we determined that my blood curse would not have been effective against the skeleton, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to use my reaction now, then. I'm going to engage uh, Gift of the Gem Dragon, Telekinetic Reprisal. When you take damage from a creature within 10 feet, you can use your reaction to force the creature to make a strength saving throw, DC 15. Let me know if you fail. DC 15. That is a... 13, that is going to fail. That's going to fail. Excellent. So you will take 2d8 points of damage, which I don't see the chat open. 2d8, I'll just roll it. Uh, that's a 1. That's a 2. So he'll take 3 points of damage. But more importantly, I can move him 10 feet. Okay. Which I am going to move him here because I want him out of my way <laughs> so that I can continue get out of the way talking <laughs> about that move get out the way <laughs> so very nice nice is that your full turn oh, that was just my reaction that was just that was his reaction. reaction on your on it's your turn, turn. Yeah. good reaction nice yeah. yep with that turn being done it is now Skaldrig's turn. Skaldrig. Skaldrig. All right. All right. He's got to move up. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. We kind of hit them from back here. He got to move 30, up. Thirty-five, forty. Oh, I can hit them from back there. I just helped my friend that's been charmed from back there. 
That's fair. But it's going to take more than one turn to get within range because I'm not going to stop shooting. So he moves up his normal movement and then unleashes another two arrow barrage at the same skeletal minion. Uh, his first arrow is a crit, 32. Dang. Nice. That's piercing? That's piercing. Okay. So that'll be a max D8 plus 2d8 because I also have piercer. Uh, D8 plus 5 is 13 plus 3. 16 piercing damage. Nice. Now the radiant extra damage, is that doubled as well? Yes. Basically any die on the hit gets any damage die on the hit gets rerolled. Do they all get max? Well, that's how we did it. Everybody's mad. Uh, there's the, the original three d eight of radiant coming next. Yeah. So, so the initial roll is three d eight. That's yeah. twenty four. Big. Yeah. Oh boy. And then I'm gonna roll three d eight. That's a lot. That's a lot. A lot. Twenty four and seventeen is forty one. Forty one. Forty one. Yeah. Forty one radiant. Dang, son. <laughs> Oh, this thing is looking bad already. Yeah. Dang. 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 It's having a bad day. All right, yeah. then I'll have to shoot it a second time. <laughs> <laughs> and Again. what? Again. Dirty 20. Oh, oh dirty dang, 20. yeah. Okay. That's going to hit. 11 piercing. Okay. And 3d8 radiant. Oh, let's roll them all this way. One, two, three. And 16 more radiant. Dang, son. My bow gives off a 20-foot radius of bright light, too, by the way, with my crimson right on it. I don't know if my arrows do as they fly. And basically, just holy light is destroying this thing. As Just ripping through this thing. As Skaldra Gales, That's right, you scurvy bastard! Back to hell with ya! <laughs> oh, gosh. There's like bits of rib and armor that are just flying <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a bonus action. I think. I think I had a bonus action. No, I don't. I don't because I'm not within. I'm not within range yet. Yeah. Gotcha. In that case, we are on to Marin in the initiative. Cool. Excellent. Marin again in full-on wear turtle form, having pushed the Earth Elemental out of his way, will continue running towards his quarry. So there's 10, 20, 30, 40. And he draws no attacks of opportunity because he's still in melee range of the of the skeletal guys he is however now flanking the silver tongue so he will attack and he is attacking unarmed he is uh, basically his gigantic turtle claws yes glenn You're not flanking him because he's a friendly target to him right now don't uh, that's right good point oh uh, no uh, that his charm ended at the end of the silver tongue's turn no, I got charmed. No. I was stunned until the end, to the beginning of the silver tongue's oh, turn. He's still but then charmed. The, but then the silver tongue charmed me, so I'm no longer uh, threatening him. You know what? I've got a plus eleven on my unarmed attack. I'm not too worried about about it. However, as a as a bonus action before my attack, I will engage the my class power that allows me to apply the my 
Hemocraft die to my unarmed attack and basically their magical weapons. Let's see which one is it. It is. <clears throat> it's a benefit of my hybrid form. It is a predatory strikes. I can apply my crimson right to unarmed strikes. Yeah. Uh, so my crimson rights will do they are magical and they will do additional damage y'all are undead this magical damage i'm sure that fire is one of the options i chose Ooh, no i didn't choose but i that's uh, intriguing choices i'll i will uh, i'll do right of the storm so my claws will do lightning damage do additional lightning damage when i hit so first things first i need to go ahead and uh, enact the crimson right i will take three hit points to do so and uh, and then I will attack. I get two attacks with my hybrid form here. So first attack is a... I rolled a 19 on the die, so that's a 30. That is definitely going to hit. Cool. And so that will do d8 plus 6 of slashing damage for 11, plus an additional 5 lightning damage. Nice. And then my second attack is a 21. Nice, that'll hit, yeah. Okay, and, and then an additional 14 plus 3 lightning damage. Ooh, dang. So. Solid. Uh, so that is my action. I use my, bon my bonus action to, to turn on uh, Predatory Strike. And... See, I'm, none of you have made attacks within range of me yet. I have too many hit points for bloodlust. Eh, cool. So I as let's see. No, I'm good. I'm gonna save my. I'm going to save my reactions for now. So that is my turn. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Next, it is the sword race commander who has been shot all to heck by Skaldring. <laughs> This is going to cast Call to Honor, which gives it advantage on attack rolls until the end of its turn. And it's going to summon three Sword Wraith Warriors. What? And, mm hmm. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's one. Glad it didn't drop. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that this was a little and too easy. Yeah. The next one is going to go right here. So it's going first. Yeah. And it is That's going bad. to. <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> it is going to. Marin, it's going to attack you. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah. That's right there. It's super convenient. Yeah. That is a, is a 19 to hit on the first one. Uh, it, it, that meets my armor class, yes. Okay. And then that is going to be. Let's see. I need to do. So you take four. Eight points slashing damage. Okay. It's gonna try to hit you a second time. Uh, let's see. I probably don't know if they are immune to being blinded or not. I don't know. What's the I because I would like to use my reaction, but again, it's the same reaction to determine whether or not. But it, it, it if they are immune to being blinded, this reaction does not work. So yeah, I, said they're I, skeletal, like, right? Yeah. No, I would assume being that you you'd realize that as a skeletal yeah. creature without eyes, it's gonna be yeah. a, need the eyeballs. Okay, that that's cool then. So th instead, I will merely I will use uh, telekinetic reprisal again uh, to go ahead and try to move him far away from where I want from where he okay. is right now. Um, so I need, I need a strength saving throw. Yep. Okay. DC fifteen. 
That is going to pass at a 17. Okay, cool. On a success, the target takes half damage and isn't pushed. He will take a seven points of damage and not seven points of force damage and not move. Okay. He doesn't look great, though. I will say that much. He is going to try to hit you the second time, though. Yeah. And that is a 19 to hit. Now it's also meet my armor class. Another 19. Okay. 19, 19. And that's going to be a total of... I can math, guys. Nine points of slashing damage. Nice. How much damage did the first one do, by the way? The first one was eight, I believe. Okay, so eight so, and nine, that's 17. Okay. Yeah. That is its turn, and now it is turn... It's the Storgwraith's turn. So, let's see... They are going to try and hit, since it's a plus six to hit. So the two on either side of you are both going to try to hit you. I like it. One is going to miss with an 11. Oh, come on. That's weak sauce. And the other one is going to hit you with a 20. Yep. That is with the battle axe that it is carrying. Oof. And you're going to take an additional eight points of slashing damage. I like it. All right. So that was the two of them. There is one over like by that. Skaldrig. Yeah. It's going to try to hit you, Skaldrig. That is a 19. Skaldrig, do you get hit a on 19? 19 will probably hit me. Yeah. And that is going to be. That's right. Take 11 points of slashing damage. Ouch! Bastard! <laughs> so that is that one. And then we have the second Sword Wraith Commander, who is looking much better off than his comrade. This one, Marin, because you are there, it's going to turn around and try to hit you as well. That is <laughs> two. That's not going to work, but it is <laughs> it's a two attacks. Second attack is a. 22 to hit. Yeah, 22 will hit. And that is a... Let's see. 10 points slashing damage. So, Urson, you've probably seen this from time to time. His eyes begin to get a little bloodshot, and they get a little red, and his smile gets a little more sinister, and he begins licking his lips a little bit. Oh, excellent. Unsettling. Love it. Yeah. Nom, nom. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So that is their turns, which means we are back at the top of the round with Urson. Certainly. Uh, quick clarification on charm. Mm -hmm. Do I get to reroll if I get hit, or do it? does it end if I get hit, and does that happen if anybody hits me, or only if the one... Who charmed me hits me. Let's see. It is charmed until the spell ends or any of the baddies do harm to you directly. Excellent. But I'm not friendly to them, so I'm going to move to this position. And since I'm friendly to you, I'll just move to that position, thereby getting flanking on this sword commander and I will attack first with the flail of warning 
That's going to be a 16. That is meets a beat. Excellent. I have the right on this one. So it's psychic damage here as well, which I'll do for uh, the bludgeoning is nine. Okay. And then the psychic damage is do I have to roll that again? That save again? Only if you're dealing psychic damage to the silver tongue. Excellent. That's going to be five psychic. Nice. And then I'm going to... Eldritch Blast. That one as well. Nice. That's going to be a 24 to hit. Oh, yeah. That hits. And he's going to take four damage. Nice. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to rack him with my other flail because I actually am a two-weapon fighter. So close. 16 again. 16 meets a beat. So, yeah. And he's going to take another five bludgeoning. Nice. And in this case, I am going to utilize my crusher feet and push him. I believe I get five feet of, to move him. Let me just double check that, that, that distance. It's five feet. Yeah, crusher. it is five feet. So I'm going to push him to this space here. Does a flail do bludgeoning damage? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yep. And do you want me to move him or not nah, move him where you want him? Yeah, I'm going to put him right there. That way uh, Marin is no longer flanked. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, I am. Uh, still flanked. Oh, uh, still? Yeah, I got to get another one out of the way. Yeah, it's all right. All right, I got one of them out of the way. Yeah, e e either that, either move that one again or the silver tongue. Oh, that's all for that's all for this turn. Yep. All right, that's cool. fine. In that case, it is the silver tongue's turn. Let's see, what are we gonna do? Hmm, it's gonna cast crimson bolt, and it's gonna cast it at. Let's see. It's going to do one at Marin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is a 18 to hit. No. Ah, uh, nice. Okay. And then one at Skaldrig, and that is a 22 to hit. Guess that depends on how much cover you're giving me between the uh, one friendly, the pillar, and the sarcophagus. If I've got three quarters cover, which gives me plus five AC, then my AC is a 22. I think, yeah, given how tight that is, I would say, yeah, that would be route, right? Yeah. 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 It makes sense to me. So I've got a 22. What did you get? I believe I got a 21. Mm -hmm. so, no. Ha ha. 
Just <laughs> missed. That crimson bolt is going to just sail right past your head. Mm, excellent. But it is the little earth elemental's turn. Yep. Where's he going? Let's see. <laughs> he just got pushed out of the way and the party left him behind. He got shot. He's like, hey, guys, come back. <laughs> owl, poor owl bear. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. And I'm just with the rangers on that attack. Let's throw back to the very first class warfare one. Thank you. Thank you very much. He's going to come up. Let's see. 25, 30. Uh, and is going to try to hit you, Urson, with Excellent. attack. Let's see. That is a... 6. That is a dirty 20 to hit. That'll hit. And then the next one is a 19 to hit. Also will hit. Okay. And that's two, so Ten, so 15 damage, bludgeoning damage on the first one. And... 12, 17 bludgeoning damage on the second one. Ouch. That is that little dude's turn, which means we are on to Skaldrig. You are up. Okay. So Skaldrig shoulders past this sword right, right in front of him. Like he doesn't matter. He's, wait your turn! 5, <laughs> 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, which would give you an attack of opportunity. I was just saying, okay, two. Mm -hmm. I'm just sucking that up. Yep. And that one, that is a... Six, dirty 20. That will hit me. Cool. And that is gonna be... 11 points of slashing damage with the battle axe. Ouch. It's 11 twice in a row. He doesn't have to hit me that hard every time. There's you know? <laughs> <laughs> a joke ah. in there somewhere, but that's... And then when he gets this close, he uses a bonus action to put the whammy on Urchen with the Blood Curse of the Exorcist. And as a bonus action, I choose one creature that I can see within 30 feet that is charmed, frightened, or possessed, and they are no longer charmed, frightened, or possessed. Nice. I am also going to take a roll of my Hemocraft die to amplify it and see what happens. Uh, so I'm going to take oof, seven necrotic damage. I didn't have to roll good. <laughs> seven. In order to amplify it so that the creature that caused the Charmed, Frightener, Possessed effect of this target takes 3d6 psychic damage and must succeed on a wisdom save DC 16 or be stunned until the end of my next turn. Okay, that That's is not the... me psychic damaging them the way that I interpret it. It's their cur their charm rebounding on them. Okay. But that's up to you because, you know, you're running the baddies in the show. Yeah. So what was that save for? That was a DC 6. What was the intelligence save? Uh, wisdom save DC 16. Wisdom save DC 16. That was an oh, 12, 13, 14. Then they are stunned until the end of my next turn. Nice. And they take 14 
psychic damage. Okay. Do that. So that is seven because of resistance. Cool. Sweet. And aside from the moment when he brushed past the uh, skeletal wraith and the brief glance he spared Urchen as he cursed, reverse cursed him, he barely took his eyes off of his original target and fires two more arrows at the first Wraith Master guy. What are they ah, called? gotcha. Yeah. The one that's the one that's not looking so hot. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Nice. First shot is a seventeen. Will miss. Damn it. This glances off that shoulder armor. <laughs> Second shot is a twenty-one. That's definitely gonna hit. So that's going to be, we're going to use piercer to reroll that one and get another one. So mm, that will nice. be six piercing damage, no matter how hard I try, followed by 3d8 radiant. All right. For 10. Where are you aiming on this guy? Oh, I'm definitely, I'm definitely shooting right for his melon. For the melon. Nothing but, <laughs> nothing but dome. <laughs> you shoot for the melon. Your arrow sticks in his eye socket and he hesitates for a minute. And then there's this blast of radiant energy that just sears out and you see his skull explode as he just completely yeah. collapses in a pile of bone. Did you see his skull explode? That was awesome. Oh, gosh. Do the fighters that he summoned go away when he dies? Let me see. Yeah. I would be really wondering if that might happen. It would be very convenient if it did. Let's find out. <laughs> um, they do not. Okay. Cool. Yep. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. All right. Well, it's I can turn, only I brand believe. once per short rest, so I can't get the 3D... Eight radiant off on anybody else. Just the first guy that's, when I branded him. Yeah, that's all right. As an alpha strike man, that that that's, that's fine. a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a good one bad. to come in swinging with. Yeah, yep. yeah. All right, I do believe Let's it is see. my turn. It is Marin's turn. Correct. Yeah. All right. This this silver tongue here just tried to blast me with its crimson beam thing, and now I'm mad. Uh, <clears> and I'm I am. Currently, I'm one hit point away from being in Bloodlust, which basically, once I enter Bloodlust, the uh, the gist of it is that I just have to attack all the time. Basically, the nearest creature. <laughs> just be aware <laughs> that while I'm surrounded by bad guys, it's good that I'm in Bloodlust. I would advise Ursen and Skaldrig not to get too close. <laughs> Careful, guys. <laughs> Don't want to so, be lunch. Yep. But I'm going to attack the, uh, the Silver Tongue. Uh, so let's see. First attack. That's a 15. Probably not going to hit. That is not going to hit. Cool. And second attack is another 15. So that's not good. But that's okay. In as So I'm swiping at him, getting really angry that I can't hit him. And so I am going to roll my necrotic die and hit him with the the blood, blood curse of bloated agony. And so basically his body is going to begin to swell. And let's see, as a bonus action, you curse a creature you can see within 30 feet until the end of my next turn. For the duration, the creature has disadvantage on strength and dexterity checks and takes d8 necrotic damage if it makes more than one attack on 
on its turn. Gotcha. Is so, there any save save for that or no? It's there's no save. It's just the blood cool. curse. I I basically take I take a point of damage to activate it. Cool. Yep. Cool. So there you go. If you hit me and I use my reaction, that can move you back. Just to be aware that's that that save in particular would be at disadvantage. So mm-hmm. strength and dexterity saves. Cool. Get that one, and then if that is your full turn. That is my full Since turn. Skaldric exploded did one of these Sword Wraith Commanders. Yeah. The other one is going to go, let's see. And it's going to swing at, let's see, these guys go in its turn. These guys actually go first. So the Sword Wraith Warriors are going to go first. The two are going to try and attack you, Marin. Mm-hmm. That is a 23 That'll for hit. one of them. And it's a nine for the other. It's not going to do that anything. Will, that will miss, yeah. Yeah. The one that hits you, though, is going to do 12 points of slashing damage. Cool. All right. I will take my reaction and need a strength saving throw. DC 15. Okay. From both of them or just the one that hit me? Okay. That is a dirty 20. Cool. They will take some damage, but not move. We'll take five points of... Uh, what is that? It's telekinetic, so it must be like bludgeoning. Uh, for, it, it's force damage, so five okay. points of force damage. Yep, cool. It's force damage, and then let's see, the last one got left in the dust by Skaldrig. <laughs> How far can these guys move? Can he reach me? He is going to attempt. And not quite get there, but he is chasing you. Mm-hmm. So now it is the <laughs> remaining. Says, Come back! <laughs> the remaining sword commander variant's turn. He's gonna try to hit Marin. That is a two. That is not gonna hit. Nope. That is a. Let's see. Plus five. That is a dirty twenty to hit on the second one. Yep. Dirty twenty hits. Okay. And that is nine points slashing damage. Oof. And that is its right. full turn. I'm uh, I'm not looking so good, guys. <laughs> just, yep. just, just just tossing that out there. That you know, that, uh, yeah, I'm doing my job. Yeah. You're you're in, you better you're in blood. yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're you're in bloodlust now, right? Yeah, I am. We uh-huh. are back at the top of the round as Urson's turn. So wow. one of the things I realized and I forgot to do was I did not make my concentration saves. I got hit twice. They were both under 22 for damage individually. So I do have two constitution saves, which I make at an at advantage because I'm also a war caster. So yep, let me do. Yep. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So Hex is down. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, oh, yay. I guess I don't need to worry about rolling the second one. <laughs> you roll negative one. Uh, did you roll a one or? No, I didn't roll a one. Okay, that's I, good. That's good. But that's good. I, I rolled a three and a three. But Interesting. I at- <laughs> <laughs> huh. So I will at this time. X again? <laughs> no. I'm going <laughs> to s- step in. I am going to engage right of the dead. For necrotic. And 
Let's see how much damage I take. Now I roll big. Thank you. So I take six damage there. And I am going to swing with my flail. The regular flail. Come on. I, I assume an 11 misses. Yeah, that is going to miss. <laughs> We've now reached the part of the combat where none of us can hit anything. <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> sometimes when you flail too hard, you flail. He's just flailing about, and I am flailing <laughs> twice or uh, with two uh, two handed. So the regular flail hits with a twenty three. I assume. Mm hmm. Yep. All right. So that's going to be eight points bludgeoning. Nice. And this is to the sword race commander or to the the silver tongue on this one. Gotcha. Okay. And then. Four points necrotic to him, and then with my bonus attack, attack, this is going at the Sword Wraith Commander. Mm -hmm. That's a twenty-one. That's gonna hit. Oh, hang on! I just rolled an attack that again. I meant to roll the damage, but let's see. Well, that's crap. So four points bludgeoning and. Six points uh, psychic. Nice. And that is my bonus action, and I am good. All right. Nice. Have the silver tongue is next on the round. Is going to cast crimson bolts at you, Urson. As a reaction, I'm going to hit him first because I am a warcaster, so I can do that. Okay. And I am going to I do better damage if I go with the flail. So I'm going to go with the necrotic flail. That's a nat 20. Nice. There's that. some good rolls. Yeah. So that's going to be 2d8 for 16 plus this roll. And so what kind of damage is that? This is bludgeoning here. Okay. So that's going to be 16 plus 10. So 26 bludgeoning. Nice. And then for Necrotic, he's going to take 2d8. This is where I really wish I had the hex up. <laughs> hmm. uh, he's going to take uh, five, five points of Necrotic. Nice. He's not looking so hot. Hmm. And uh, yeah, that was my, that, that was my uh, reaction to him starting to cast a spell. Nice. I dig it. <laughs> I hit you first, fool! That is... His spell to hit is going to be 22 on you. Okay, that'll hit me. Okay. And that I'm is... I'm going to use a, my reaction, if that's okay, to Go curse him with uh, Blood Curse of the Eyeless and reduce his roll by a d8. I got a roll. By one! So it doesn't help you, my bad. <laughs> it's a good attempt, though. It's a great attempt. Yep. And so that first one is going to be... 
18 points of psychic damage against you, Arson. Ouch! And the second one... <laughs> that's not gonna hit on a two. Jeez, what is you with this? You roll a lot of twos. I'm like high and <laughs> it's it's two and three, or it's like 16, 17. It just can't seem to make up its mind. Nice. I like it. Um, I like it. We'll take it. <laughs> that is its turn. The little where's our little elemental? He is going to can actually go after Skaldrig. So Skaldrig, that little rock guy is gonna run after you. I already uh, used my reaction. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. Hit you with a slam attack. It's gonna be 18 plus 8, 26 on the first one to hit. That'll hit. And a 19 on the second one to hit. Oh, and that will also hit. Cool. That's gonna be 8, 9, uh, 14 bludgeoning damage on the first one. And 11, 16 bludgeoning damage on the second. Freaking ouch. So that is its turn, which means that Skaldrigid is now your turn. The hell is this little thing after me for? <laughs> little rocks. All right. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Again, taking the attack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. That is a 13 to hit. That will not hit. Just tosses uh, a rock after you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you come back! Your do, you little bastard! Excellent. <laughs> and I'm going to move on to this undead thing here and see if we can lower the number of creatures hitting my friend. Fire my first arrow with a 14. Nope. My second is a dirty 20. That's definitely going to hit. Okay. For 13 on the piercing. Nice. And only 2d8 on the radiant, which hopefully they are vulnerable to. Yes. So, 7 radiant. 7 radiant. Which would, you know, 14, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. I like it. Very nice, very nice. All right. So that means it is... It is my turn. Baron's turn. Let's see. First things first, because I am in bloodlust, I need to make a wisdom save to see if I can control who I attack. Uh, oh, damn, I'm too close. Let's Oops. see. Wisdom save. Uh, that's okay. I've made my wisdom save, so I'm good. I can continue to attack who I wish to attack, and it's going to be this creepy little tongue thing in front of me because I'm really sick of it. First attack, hybrid form. That is a 29 to hit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. So that will be, let's see, it's going to be nine points of, what is it? That's just bludgeoning damage. And then I'd forgot last turn to go ahead and roll for my my lightning damage, my additional lightning damage, because that applies to to my dudes. Where can I roll that? I'll just roll it again. Uh, plus eight points of lightning damage. Nice. This is much better. All right, second attack is a 21 to hit. That is definitely going to hit. And 14 points of bludgeoning and seven points of lightning. How bad does this thing look right now? 
You just eviscerated it. Excellent. Fabulous. Just eviscerated it. Brilliant. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Just like tear into it with my claws. I'm just like, I'm like feral. Like just, I'm like, uh, the blood is like splashing on my face. I'm enjoying that a little bit. It's around your neck like a scarf. <laughs> Holy, exactly. <laughs> nice little um, feather boa. So here's the <laughs> thing. I you got, I, a, I got a flash when you think sling it over the shoulder. <laughs> I I am in bloodlust right now, and I have a bonus action attack. So I have four targets in melee range with me. So going starting at the uh, the fighter there to my to my left. So it's gonna be one, two, three, four, with Urson being a four, depending on who I attack here on my D four. It's a three, so it's gonna be the other commander with my bonus action attack. That'll be a 15 to hit, which I don't think will hit. For the commander, that is not going to hit. Brilliant. Okay. Cool. Then that is my attack and my bonus action. I will hold my reaction. Nice. If you can make our silver tongue and the little earth elemental that was chasing Skaldrig both invisible, <laughs> that thing's going to explode Aww. the minute yes. that Excellent. kill it. Excellent. Yeah, and Marin is just covered in the blood of that silver tongue and just relishing it right now. Nice. Excellent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Carnage! We've got the remaining Sword Wraith Commander next is up, and it is its turn to cast, let's see, Call to Honor. So it is going to have advantage on attack rolls for this turn. <laughs> and let's see, getting that... It's not friendly. It, yeah, that's yeah. not good at all. It summons three Ugh, more. Come on. Of these guys. <laughs> come so on. These guys. And that's, that's really poor. We, we thought you were friends. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Get those guys. For its attack, it is going to... It's going to go after Urson. Yeah. Who is flanked, so this attack is at that advantage. Mm-hmm. That is going to be... <laughs> so an 18 to hit. Yeah, 18 is going to hit me. Okay. Uh -oh. And then... How bad's Urson looking? This could go poorly. Take 11 points of slashing damage. <laughs> All right, second attack. Yeah, I rolled a 20. <laughs> the beauty of this is my other my one of my magic items is adamantine armor, so I'm immune to uh, critical hits. Oh, snap. nice! <laughs> okay, nice. that was real good. Okay, <laughs> very nice, very nice. And that's Ooh. why I didn't take the rudidium flail because I yeah. decided, uh, as spleeny as these guys have the potential to be, yeah. Not getting critical was going to become important. Yeah, and it just did. So, in that case, you would only take eight points of damage on that second one. <laughs> I still can't take a whole lot more. <laughs> and we've got... Let's see, let's keep these guys straight. These ones, these ones, and these three. So, our first sword race, they're going to go round-robin style. The first two are both going to attack Marin. That is not going to hit eight. Do you get hit on a 16? No. Okay, both of those are going to miss in that case. And the third one, who was chasing Skaldrig, 
is gonna run over here and join the party and try to hit Urson. That is a 19 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. So for Urson, that is an additional eight points of slashing damage against you. That's those three. And then we have our new three, one of whom is on Skaldrig. That's a 14 to hit. Does not hit. Okay. One on Marin, that is a dirty 20 to hit. That'll hit. And that is... Plus five math. 12 points of slashing damage. Fabulous. I need a strength save from them, por favor. That is an eight. Uh, that will fail. So they will take 10 points of force damage and nice. be moved 10 feet. Which one attacked me? The one to my left or the one below to the south? Uh, this was the one right up above Urson. One yes. up above Urson. Yeah. Okay. So I can move him 10 feet. I'd really love to be able to move him in, smash him against the wall, but I guess that's not, that's not really going to happen. So I will just move him uh, back there. Okay. Just give him a good push. Yeah. Cool. And then the very last one is right next to Urson right here. So that's going to be our last guy to attack. That is a 14. That will not hit. All right. Oof. Oof. He, he survives. And that means we are back at the top of the round with Urson. It is your turn. All right. Is this what? All right, Glads, five, Pick one and let's take him out. Going after the sword commander, fearing that he could probably bring in more. So yeah. I'm going to attack with the psychic flail. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, at TT Journeys, by joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. And remember, if you want early access to all of our episodes, a chance to drop dice with your favorite hosts, and maybe even appear in one of our actual plays, you can join our Patreon to help support the show at patreon.com forward slash TT Journeys. You're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible. We would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays and every Tuesday features our actual play episodes. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And in the words of another traveler along our path, we bid you shade and sweet water.